When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey everybody and welcome to Real Life Real Crime Daily for Wednesday, April 12th and I'm Jim Chapman. And I'm Woody Overton. Mm. Wait, what's that silence? <laughs> I don't hear anything. What? Where's Mike what's Agravino? Where in the world is Mike? Where's Waldo? You know what? Y'all, hold on. This is totally unscripted and raw. I'm going to see if he'll answer the phone. Mike's not here. He does not know this call is coming. Let's see if he answers. He's actually on vacation. So we're going to leave him a voicemail if he doesn't answer. I bet he's on the beach drinking a Mai Tai or some kind of fancy tequila. <laughs> what kind of tequila do you think that he's getting in Panama City? Hey, hey uh, do I hear some wind? on the, Are you on the beach? I am, I am. I need you to say your name, please. Mike Agavino. I told y'all, yeah, Mike, we're recording Real Life Real Crime Daily, and you weren't here, and then the fans just needed to hear your voice. So, uh, say, uh, do, they, you, do you, they like the sound? Do they like the sound of the waves crashing? The, the waves crashing, and the wind crashing, and probably some fancy tequila crashing. Well, there's no tequila currently. Oh, really? And, you drank them dry? And the waves are about 18 inches high. Okay. Well, and it's freezing. So that makes it hard to go pee in the water and be nonchalant about it, right? Because <laughs> you're only going out ankle deep and letting it run down your leg. Yeah. No, the only thing that's the only thing that saved us is is uh, breaking the rules and tricking the uh, VRBO's tiny pool uh, to allow me to heat it higher than ninety degrees. So <laughs> we in effect turned a little pool into a jacuzzi. <laughs> they, I go somewhere and be warm and drink. They didn't put any of that. They didn't put any of that magic dye in the pool when you pee in it. It turns your shorts blue or pink or whatever. You know what I'm no, talking. I don't mind that though. A little red follow me around the water. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we love you, brother. This episode is going to drop tomorrow, and we, we just wanted you to be on it, and the whole world's going to be listening. And uh, I want to give you a shout out and, and say thank you to you and Jim for doing that surprise promo for me on Dateline, y'all, which airs Friday night at 8 Central Standard Time. Yes. Um, and we, we uh, love I you. I can't wait. All of, uh, all of Woody Nation will be watching. Expect uh, Dateline to have the highest ratings in their history. Absolutely. They, they're gonna, that Niels from Raiden Machine is going to blow up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Andrea so, Canning's going to kick what's-his-name's ass. 
Yes. That, yeah, definitely. Right? See, I can't even remember his name already. Uh, she's, that, she's not much better than him. There you go. It's Keith, it's Keith Morrison. There you go. There you go. Anyway, well, we, you we love you, and you have a great vacation. We, we're going to rock this for you. All right? Thanks. I'll see you in a couple. All right, All brother. Right. Peace. Bye. Now, we gave you your Mike, Mike Agavino fix for the day, folks. Yeah. And, hey, totally unscripted and raw, y'all. We didn't know we were going to do that. But right. uh, welcome to Real Life Real Crime Daily. And real quick, we don't normally do any type of announcements ahead of time, but we want to talk about a couple things real quick. Yeah. The last week, Jim, mm. starting Tuesday night around 6 p.m., I was here in the studio with my OG partner, John T. Wilkerson, and his daughter, uh, road partner and my wife texted me and said we're going viral and i was like what and and, and so um nicole c17 or somebody stitched me into a tiktok about sleepovers and she referenced the first real life real crime episode ever which was david and christina constance or double clutch and what happened jim well i i had about that same time, I had someone text me, and they said, Real Life Real Crime's going viral on TikTok, and they sent me the actual stitched-in video. I went to the site and saw, you know, that thousands and hundreds of thousands of people crazy. had watched it at that point. I called Mike, right, and I got on the analytics, and it was crazy. It was rolling. As fast as y'all as I could click my thing, I didn't... I didn't even really know I had a TikTok. I guess I did, but my wife and, and daughter done that, and, and you know, pretty much it's just me getting drunk videos. But, uh, but <laughs> which are great, by the yeah, way. Yeah, I'm sure they're funny. But the um, and as fast as I could pull that little screen down, those numbers are going boop, 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 boop blow us up. And ultimately, we hit number one in the world. Number one all, overall. Uh, over seven and a half million podcasts, number one. That's not number one in true crime. Well, we were number one in true crime, yeah. but we were number one across all genres, and it's because of y'all. All love and just unbelievable. It was uh it was a ride that we're still riding. Right. We're still in that right. top, right? You know, six or seven, right. and and uh, and I believe number four on Spotify's right. charts. It's crazy, and 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 that I think whatever deity you pray to, mind of Jesus, I think God let us have that blow up and to finally reach number one to prepare us for what's coming Friday night, which is Dateline, NBC, Who Murdered Cordon Coco, two hour story. I'm definitely on it, uh, um, and y'all need to go watch it because I can promise you we're going right back to number one. Yeah, it's at 8, 9 Central on Friday, and we're going to play you a little uh, clip here from Dateline's TikTok. Yeah, their professional people did a TikTok for us. Yeah, so this is the promo for this, this week, Friday's episode of Dateline. Years passed until somehow it had been a decade since the murder of Courtney Coco. The case had gone bitterly cold. A family member happened to know someone with a passion for cold cases. His name was Woody Overton, a former criminal investigator for the Louisiana State Police with over 20 years in law enforcement. But in 2019, he added a new line to his resume. 
Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of Real Life, Real Crime, the podcast. True crime podcaster. My wife said, everybody loves your voice, everybody loves your stories, you need to start a podcast. Courtney's mom, Stephanie, had spoken to Woody years before about her frustration with local law enforcement. But after his podcast launched, she reached out to him again. Could he help craft Courtney's case? I begged him. I said, please help me. And and he knows the law, like the back of his hand. It broke my heart. And I'm like, I told Stephanie that day, I said, I'll tell you what, I'm going to solve this case. I'm going to die trying. Woody took on the case and went on the air. I'm your host, Woody Overton. And as his listeners responded, it wasn't long before he came face to face with someone who said she knew Courtney's killer. Y'all, that is love, right? So go check it out on TikTok. Go to our Real Life for Crimes TikTok. Um, you know, it's really going to be something special. It's been a long time coming, but we couldn't tell you about it. Uh, the other thing, real quick, Jim Chapman's been taking the Real Life Real Crime daily. Uh, the last couple episodes, he released them on Facebook only. And that's because we went viral last week and went to number one, and we didn't want to clog the feed too much without explaining it because we'd said we we're going to separate the feed and then we decided <laughs> not to separate the feed and we're just figuring it out so guess what real life real crime daily is going to stay on the real life real crime feed but every real life if you don't like the daily episode or you don't like my original episodes and you like the daily we got both but they are going to be prefaced as this the real life real crime daily is going to say real life real crime daily and it'll have the date Yep. And then the subject subjects in it, right? The every real life real crime episode I do by myself, and you're going to get several this week, it's going to say RLRC original. RRC original, then the title. Then okay? the title. So, y'all, you don't have to get them confused. If you don't want to listen to one or the other, that's fine. It, you know, you can go click on whichever one you want to. That's right. Right. That's right. Without further ado, let's give you some daily and y'all love doing the show and i missed out on several of them for obvious reasons uh, uh but i'm proud to be here with my brother from another mother and I'm about to bless y'all with some knowledge and let me tell you i'm glad you all are here because right. these daily shows are not easy to do by yeah, yourself yeah. it's a little bit different dynamic hey, thank you for doing it it, uh, it was fun and uh, the first first story we're going to talk about today is out of Louisiana and Walker Police. The Walker Police Department right. has released more details about a deadly shooting that happened just before 11.30 a.m. on Sunday, April 9th. Now, according to Walker Police Chief David Addison, the victim, Danny Gonzalez, 24 of Harvey, was found shot behind the Albasha Greek and Lebanese restaurant in Fu Chow, which are located on Walker South Road in Walker. According to the PD, three men are believed to have been involved in the shooting and left the scene in a white Honda SUV. Police said the SUV was located in Jefferson Parish and seized in connection with the investigation. Police said an arrest warrant has been made and issued for the suspected shooter. However, the, that person's name has not been released while efforts are underway to locate him. The driver of the getaway vehicle was Marvin Palacios, 26, and he was arrested in Jefferson Parish. They added he will be uh, returned to Livingston Parish. The Walker Police Department said investigators 
continue to work on the identity of the third person involved. Which is crazy. Let me tell y'all real quick. Walker is like five miles down the road from where we are. And way back in the early 2000s, when I was a detective with the Spare Sheriff's Office, Walker didn't even have a detective. And I remember the first homicide they had, and I covered it on Real Life, Real Crime. Um, the first homicide they had, I worked it. And like then they had like five that year, and I worked every one of them. Uh, wow. And, and we were fortunate to solve them all. David Addison, I knew him when when he was in uniform patrol. So our, our hated for the victims, and I, I know those guys are going to do a good job on it. So in keeping it local now, y'all, this is kind of crazy that this whole stunt car driving thing. I think this all stems back to like the Fast and Furious movies coming out and this becoming a cult thing. And now they have the drag racing shows and all that. But it's just getting out of hand. And so this weekend, officers with the Baton Rouge Police Department responded to multiple reports of reckless driving around the city in the early hours of Sunday, April 9th. A well-known local street racing organization posted a Making Baton Rouge Great Again Easter weekend (laughs) flyer to social media promoting the event. Videos posted on Instagram showed drivers doing donuts, blowouts, and other stunts in parking lots in the middle of busy intersections across Baton Rouge. Y'all, if you don't know what a blowout is, everybody knows what a donut is. Blowout is where they sit there and they burn their tires until they explode. That's called mama and daddy <laughs> bought them tires. Yeah. I'll tell you that. And and then you better have a NASCAR pit crew to change it fast at AF before yeah. the cops get there, right? So anyway, officers were dispatched to the intersection of St. Philip Street, which is near South Boulevard, around 1.20 a.m. for calls of street racing. Police said when they arrived at the scene, spectators blocked the roadway and beat an officer's patrol unit, causing some damage. But only one person was arrested and issued a summons. Uh, J. Trin Dyson, 21, was, was arrested on charges of reckless operation and obstruction of a highway. He was also issued a summons and his car towed. Police also added they were chasing a driver on I-10 headed towards Segan, but called off the pursuit due to safety reasons. Now, that goes back to all these stories we've been telling you all in Real Life Real Crime Daily because they figured this asshole, uh, the, you know, kid – it. Chasing for this misdemeanor charges, maybe one felony charge that he has wasn't worth somebody else dying, including right. our, our hero helicopter pilots or anyone else. That, um, but last year, members of the East Baton Rouge Parish Metro Council approved new penalties for stunt driving and spectators on public roads across the parish. First time violators get a thousand dollar fine instead of the, the old fine of 500 bucks. People could also face prison time from 10 to 90 days for each separate offense. Violators could also get their license suspended and their vehicles could be removed and impounded uh, by the cops. And however, those increased penalties have not hindered the car stunts across the city from happening. It's a phenomenon. Um, if I catch any of my kids doing, I'm going to beat their ass. Uh, uh, and it's just a fact because I do pay for those vehicles. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. you know, it's, it, I, it's, I mean, they're not violent know, crimes, no, right? But but what's it's becoming way out of hand because they are mocking the police. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's really the and, issue. And, and the thing is, I've used to speed and 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 drag race each other and stuff like that. But now they're putting it out. It's like licking that bluebell ice cream and sticking it back in the 
freezer in the grocery store or eating Tide Pods. It's just another stupid fad. Um, but, y'all, the problem is when the cops have to respond to this, if they don't kill someone, like if they hadn't called the pursuit all, and the cops respond to this, guess what's happening? Those cops can't be patrolling the high drug uh, or uh, trafficking areas or high crime areas or can't be stopping some rapist that, you know, because they did a drive-by, the rapist that was thinking about climbing through a window. So there's a lot of reasons besides it's just being stupid. I mean, I get having fun as a kid and all that, but something's got to happen. That's right. Before somebody dies. I, I agree 100%. Now, uh, our next story it shocked me when I came across, across this. So one of my favorite movies outside of Shawshank yeah, is Dances with Wolves. Yes, one of the only movies I ever turned on. That and Braveheart that I turned around Braveheart and Forrest Gump was that three movies? Yeah, three movies in my lifetime that I walked out of and bought another ticket and went back in. And Dances with Wolves was long as AF, right? Yeah, it was. But look, it was back when they had VHS tapes. It was two, two or three of them, right? And and it was pure love. Yeah. So I was shocked when I came across this, but y'all listen to this. A a judge has upheld a grand jury's indictment of 18 sexual abuse-related felony crimes against a Dances with Wolves actor. Now, in an order issued late Friday afternoon, Clark County District Judge Carly Kearney said state prosecutors presented enough evidence for a reasonable grand juror to conclude that the sexual assaults occurred, but found that there was no substantive testimony connecting Nathan Chasing Horse, which is his last name, (laughs) to the mushrooms investigators found while searching his home. So not only was he did he have some serious sexual abuse charges, but he liked the mushrooms, would he? Like the shrooms, baby. Yeah, Yeah. he liked to go back and see the spirit horses. I'll tell you that. It must have rained and and they went out and checked the cow patties. (laughs) I'm not... I don't know, have any direct knowledge of that and getting the shrooms and eating them and making tea out of them or doing whatever, but the whole sexual thing. Shout out to Astro for sponsoring this episode and providing us with free samples. My allergies are throwing my whole morning off. Do I sound different to you? I love that. (laughs) It's that time of year there, bro. I sound different to me. I feel like I'm in a submarine. Yeah, well. Have you tried Astapro? It's faster, bro. Oh. Right? Astapro is the first of its kind nasal allergy spray. It is the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter allergy spray. It starts working in 30 minutes while other allergy sprays take hours. Astapro is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. Astapro delivers full prescription strength indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose, and sneezing. Hey, I use this, and you should too, Jim. Last weekend, I planted my garden, and it's that time of the year, and my allergies really kicked up with it, right? I use Astapro every time my nasal allergies flare up, and I'm always amazed at how fast I'm back in the game, down on those roads, playing my stuff. Get fast, 
acting nasal allergy symptom relief with Astapro. Go to AstaproAllergy.com for a discount so you can Astapro and go today. A-S-T-E-P-R-O Allergy.com. It's faster, bro. Uses directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. Astapro and go. Why are so many dogs suffering from health issues? Actress Katherine Heigl, who's helped save over 16,000 dogs through her foundation, says she's seen more health issues with dogs' joints, odors, and health than ever before. And after doing a ton of research, she feels there's one place we can look to improve any dog's health. What she discovered is that the way many dog foods are made can actually create toxins that could be wrecking our dog's health. And this is true for many premium brands. Fortunately, she found that just by adding a few special superfoods to her dog's food, she saw huge transformations in their health. She's made a 20-minute video explaining step-by-step how anyone can do this same thing to see incredible changes in their dog's health. Now, my dog, Phoebe is the queen of our house, and I can tell you that her health is extremely important to us. She is a part of our family. I watched the video, y'all, and I was amazed by the things I didn't know that could impact your dog's health. This 20-minute video is packed full of tips that I've already started with my dog, Phoebe. I'm noticing more energy healthier skin and coat. If you want to keep your dog healthy and happy, go to badlandsfood.com slash R-L-R-C and watch Catherine's video right now. Again, that's B-A-D-L-A-N-D-S-F-O-O-D.com slash R-L-R-C. Wow. So Chasing Horse, who is 46, had asked Kearney to toss the entire indictment, saying his accusers wanted to have sex with him. One of the women was younger than 16. And you've heard Woody say you can't can't consent. Can't consent at that age. The age of consent in Nevada, though, is 16. Really? Yes. That uh, blew my mind as well. Cool. Yeah. You learn it all on real life. Yeah, yeah, crime Jim Chapman research is like no other, right? If you, that's it. If so, you're 16, you can consent and, in Nevada. And if you're somewhere else and you, you know, would be a would be pedophile and your age range of, of preferred offense is yeah. 16, move it to Nevada. Move, that's it. So, uh, Unfortunately, she was not 16 when oh, uh, when he things. was having sex with her and began abusing her. Uh, Chasing Horse was indicted in Chasing. February on <laughs> charges of sexual assault of a minor, kidnapping, child abuse, lewdness, and drug trafficking. He had been held on a $300,000 bond in county jail since late January when he was arrested by SWAT near his home where he shared his five wives. Five wives. I'm telling you, Chasing Horse was a pimp. <laughs> Chasing Horse had it going. Well, I, I don't agree with all, you know, five the bad wives. stuff. The Chasing Horse, call it Chasing Tail. He got five, <laughs> five, got five wives. Shit. 
I love my wife dearly, but I don't want another one of her. So yeah. obviously yeah. In, in Indian country over there, he is yeah. popular, you know, because right. he's been on the movies. And it sent shockwaves through the community, which led to more criminal charges in other jurisdictions. He was born on the Rosebud Reservation in South Dakota, home to the Sioux. To- totally different laws on the res-, on the res is what they call it. That's right. So he was part of the Lakota Nation. Yeah. For those of you that are familiar with Indian history, and is widely known for his portrayal of Smiles a Lot yeah. on Kevin Costner's 1990 film. Now, the alleged crimes date to the early 2000s. They cross multiple states, including Nevada, Montana, and South Dakota. Yeah. One of the victims was 14 when Chasing Horse told her of the spirits of their ancestors and instructed him to have sex with her. What? Yeah, the, the the spirits of their ancestors said you need to have sex, and he told her that, and she believed him. Yeah, well, I you know I don't know what the law is on the res, but because it's you know it's independent nations, uh, U.S. laws don't apply. But if it's if it's off the res, his ass is going to prison. That's it. So five she, wives. But he's, nice. he's been in a shit ton of movies. It, uh, um, um, as a, as a lead. Indian character, if you will. That uh, I don't know if that's very, correct to say or whatever. Native American, whatever the fuck you say. Very, <laughs> very famous. Horse, must be hung like a horse, and, and yeah. he's going to the prison. Well, he's uh, not smiles a lot now. I, yeah, bet. I bet he's he frowns a lot smiles now. A lot. <laughs> All right. Anyway, hearts go out to the victims that too. Absolutely. Y'all, more serious term. What the fuck is going on, man? In, in you know, Louisville can – uh, Kentucky. Five people are dead after a shooter walked into the old National Bank in downtown Louisville, Kentucky, and began firing on individuals inside with an AR-15 style rifle. Again, y'all, here we go. Police became aware of the mass shooting just before 9 a.m. local time on Monday. By 10.30 a.m., they announced the shooter was dead along with five victims. Eight others, including reportedly at least one police officer, were injured and required medical attention. Connor Sturgeon, a 25-year-old employed by the bank, was named as a shooter. Police believe the shooting began around 8.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time at the Old National Bank, and police received word of the shooting sometime between then and 8.53 a.m., at which time the department tweeted that it was aware of the reported incident downtown and advised the public to avoid the area. Just before 9.30 a.m., police confirmed that there were multiple casualties resulting from the shooting. The shooting ended sometime between 9 and 10.16 a.m., at which time the police tweeted, there is no longer an active aggressor threat. The suspect shooter has been neutralized. It's unclear how the shooter died, though. Officers confirmed they traded shots with the suspect. Police later said that the shooter had some connection to the bank, though the exact nature of the relationship was not made clear. So, but we know now, y'all, that he was actually an employee of the bank. Um, the shooting is being investigated as a workplace violence situation by an employee who suffered from mental health issues. And the shooter used an AR-15 style rifle in the attack. So that is another one, y'all. And I mean, where does it stop? You know, obviously we don't have any any answers for you, right? So I'm not going to give. I I don't think we should give this asshole any more credit 
uh, um, as to his background yeah. or anything because, I mean, he's just an asshole who killed people. And our hearts go out to the families. and, and A disgruntled employee. A disgruntled that. employee. Just so stupid. What, how bad can the bank treat you that you're going to go in there? And he, he intended to kill a lot more than five, but he killed five people and wounded eight others. Just, just awful. And I, I guarantee you one thing, Woody Everton. It wasn't Lori Johnson and Hancock Whitney. Right. Uh, best banking chick in the world. That's it. Uh, check that's her it. out in Dennis Springs. Treat you right over She's there. Girl. And y'all, it doesn't get any crazier than this. The same day is the bank shooting. There were multiple suspects are believed to be on the loose in Louisville, Kentucky, same city. After shooting outside a community college, left one dead and another wounded on Monday. So maybe, yeah, the same day, right? It, and the shooting happened at 11.30 a.m. Because um, y'all can imagine the, the, the shooting at the bank had just ended and they get them recall that they must have been old shit mode, right? But the incident was unrelated to the shooting that occurred hours early at the old National Bank in the city uh, where five people were killed. So, I mean, more people dead. And the victim killed in the shooting outside the school building was identified as a male. No details about the wounded victim are available. The suspects were initially on foot before running to a car and driving off following the shooting. Um, and so they're investigating. I mean, what do, you, what do you do? Louisville, Kentucky, bro, that's like middle of America. Horse racing country. Right? And, and, yeah. and I mean, shit, the, the, it's everywhere. It's everywhere. Everywhere. And, and there is no answer. I mean, you know what, Jim? We, we caught some flack on one of the mass shooting stories we did where I said guns don't kill people, keep people, kill people. And some guy responded and said, well, I'm a victim of a shooting and blah, blah, blah. And it was certainly a person that shot me. Well, guess what? I understand that. But, you know, and then they were talking about we don't have mass knife drills. We have mass shooting drills. I get that. But if, if you take away the firearms – People are still going to kill people. Right. Right. Anyway, that's it. My prayers to the victims' families. God bless y'all. And we'll be praying for you. And we're going to Baltimore. And Baltimore residents under 17 now face a citywide curfew this summer after two teenagers were injured Sunday night in a shooting amidst a crowd of over 200 minors gathering. Nothing will clear a crowd like a little gunfire. That's, That's what right. I always said. You want to see people run, pop off a few. So there was a large fight. Uh, you know, when you see a bunch of congregated teenagers, usually yeah. it's a fight. And a large pre- presence of police broke the fight up around 9 p.m., leaving a 14-year-old and 16-year-old injured from gunshot wounds. That's crazy. Two were arrested including one police found with a loaded gun in the police headquarters parking garage after attempting to escape the scene on a dirt bike, and another believed to have been involved in the shooting. Following the report, the mayor called for a 9 o'clock p.m. curfew for minors under 14 and 10 p.m. for anyone under 17. I can uh, Hey, I'm okay I'm with that. I'm with that, too. I want everyone to hear me and hear me clearly. We're going back to the old days. We'll be enforcing a youth curfew as we move into the latter spring and summer months. Scott said the city would host summer camps and programs, which have yet to be announced. We are going to have summer camp. We're going to do great things we do in recreation and parks. 
but we're also going to put a sense of accountability on families. We want our young kids to come out to Inner Harbor and enjoy the safe way. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, we we certainly had big fights when we were kids, but it, it was fighting, fist fighting. And if you got your ass whipped, you didn't come back or pull out a gun and start shooting people. I think at each one of these people, especially these mass shooters, if they were still alive, they need to make them go stand over that body while they work that homicide scene. They may need to make them go with the police while they identify, not identify, notify these victims' family members that their loved ones are dead forever. Amen. And, you know, stupid, man. I'm tired of shit. Really stupid. And Baltimore police have reported, Baltimore in particular is having a problem with this. They've reported at least five children have been fatally shot in 2023, with 23 residents under 18 years old Jeez, having please. sustained gunfire injuries. So the youth over there are going crazy, it yeah. seems like. Yeah. Well, I mean, so he's I trying to it. trying to do something to curb that. I was just popped in my head. I was watching one. I think it was in Baton Rouge. They were congregating, and it was on social media. And one of the moms saw uh, her kid on social media, and she went to the scene, and it made national news. She, she pulled her kid out of the crowd and beat his ass right in front of the police. Like, get your ass up. Hey, we need more of that. Right? Uh, evidently. Evidently, we do. Look, and and y'all, we we have a new segment Woody's about to introduce. Ooh, and and with our segments we've been doing lately, we have some sound effects we've been uploading. So I think this one, I think I'm going to find one that goes. Boom, 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 boom. We need to get some Joe Buttafuoco's porn music. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. I got to get that one in, Mike, because you weren't here. So what's but, our new segment? All right, listen to this. And we're going to do it. And y'all, this is pure. Jim Chapman, genius, coming up in these new segments. And listen, I'm going to be the one that reads this every week. Yes. It's called the kinky crime segment. That's right. right. There's a lot of kinky crimes going on yeah, out there, yeah, peeps. Yeah. And uh, this is so much better than a political segment, right? And, uh, here we go. <laughs> kinky crime. Husband claimed kinky session led to wife's injuries before she flashed the cops. Oh, my. A woman exposed herself to police officers in Georgia after a day's binge drinking. Hmm. Officers, well, that ain't her fault. <laughs> officers showed up after a 911 call and found both Asha Sharnock and her husband, David Sharnock, with visible injuries. He told the police they had been sustained during kinky sex sessions. Hey, no. <laughs> he said they had been binge drinking all day and they like to do kinky things in the bedroom. So I assume that is where the, the marks had come from when, when they were asked by the cop show. <laughs> uh, he had a bite mark on his arm mm. and a fresh bleeding scratch to his face. While his partner of 15 years had a badly swollen eye. Dang, they do get rough. They like it <laughs> I rough. Mean, I'm thinking they're covering up because they beat each other's ass and they were just saying it's keeping. But yeah. here we go. A police interviewed the couple, <laughs> his wife, and pulled up her shirt, her shirt, exposing her breasts, and stated, Look, boys, no weapons, but feel free to search Hell me. Hell yeah. And the wife was then charged with indecent <laughs> exposure in the incident. <laughs> You can't make that shit up. <laughs> they, they, I mean, you know, I can tell you a 
a thousand times. I was hoping we got flashed. <laughs> they, I mean, you know, oh my God, they call them badge bunnies, whatever one do, and then people badge being, bunnies, be, people being drunk and stuff, and love to expose themselves to the police. Well, these guys in this kinky crime segment, the first one ever, brought to you by Real Life Real Crime Daily. Um, That's right. It's funny AF. Right? <laughs> Look, and, the, and there's so many of those we're going to be bringing. Every episode, we'll have a kinky crime kinky segment. Crime, kinky forward. crime. We told y'all about the story of the six-year-old who brought a, a gun to school and shot their teacher. Well, I also told you that you weren't going to hear the end of it. I don't know how a six-year-old gets a pistol from the parents. I can... A six-year-old now, I could understand maybe a 12-year-old hiding it, but whatever. I figured something else was going to come down in this case, and it did. A grand jury in Virginia has indicted the mother of a six-year-old boy who shot his teacher on charges of child neglect and failure to secure her handgun in the family's home. A grand jury said in the Newport News charged the boy's 25-year-old mother with felony child neglect and misdemeanor charge of endangering a child by reckless storage of a firearm. The boy shot his first-grade teacher, Abby Zwerner, on January 6th inside her classroom at school. And police said the boy's mom legally purchased the gun, right? But, you know, her attorney said the gun was secured on the top shelf in her closet and had a trigger lock. Well, I don't know about that, Mom. I mean, I guess you got to say what you got to say. Ellison said money that his client, this, this the mom's attorney, his client plans to turn herself in later in the week. Uh, he didn't comment on the indictments. The decision to charge the boy's mom is the latest development to cascade from the shooting in the shipbuilding city of about 185,000 people. Every criminal case is unique in its facts, and these facts support the charges, but our investigation into the shooting continues. That's what law enforcement said. But there it is, y'all. I mean, it's... Uh, and that's a follow-up to it's, it's We've follow been reporting been on that one on for it, a while. And, and there's a lot more you can find on it. Yeah, uh, but ultimately, we discussed this, Jim, that somebody has to be held accountable. That the, yeah, I, the, I mean, the, what do you the trigger lock being on the gun, look, that's a that's a good thing, and, the, and you should but do that's that. What but she how said. did it get off? How does she? That's what she said. Yeah. Right, and how did it get I off mean, the gun if it was locked? I'm going to tell you if uh, – God forbid it ever happens to me. I'm going to say, oh, well, fuck, I had a trigger lock on my gun. I mean, how are they going to prove that you didn't? That's yeah. reasonable, beyond a reasonable doubt. You can't do it. Uh, I think the teacher's doing well, right? Yeah. I mean, she's alive. And she's breathing. She's still on this earth. But anyway, there's your update, people. Uh, back to guns today, it seems. Yeah. So uh, we're going to bring you to Mississippi. Mississippi. And authorities in Mississippi have located a missing 13-year-old Texas girl living with a 27-year-old man in Perry County, Mississippi. So the sheriff praised a couple who saw a girl walking along Highway 98 across from the high school in Perry, Mississippi on Thursday and contacted authorities. There were a couple that broke down right there on the highway, and this little girl approached them. The couple noticed something was wrong and they contacted the sheriff's office. He wanted to commend them for doing the right thing. Now, the Perry County Sheriff's Office identified the girl as missing 13-year-old from Houston, and upon further investigation, arrested and charged Thomas Patton with sexual battery and kidnapping. 
in connection with the girl's disappearance from Houston in wow. February. That's unbelievable. Hey, thank God she's alive. Yeah, and investigators believe Patton, who was a Perry County resident, met the girl in Houston while he was there for work and transported her back to his residence in Mississippi. Noble explained that while the incident is similar in nature to trafficking, his office cannot charge Patton because there was no exchange for money or other materials when Patton kidnapped the girl from Texas and transported her across state lines. Well, you know what? That's apples and oranges. His ass is going to federal prison. Cross state lines, y'all. Which it means he's going, he's going to get, there's no leeway in sentencing for judges. There's no probation and shit on federal cases. You get what you get. That's right. And the the girl's parents reported her missing out of Houston in February, and there was no word from her until she was located on Thursday morning. Nobles added he wanted to make the community aware, especially young females, to be careful and not put themselves in that situation. And Woody, you know, I just cannot imagine how his family feels. Oh, my God. Or her family family, feels. And and they just – but they cherish every second with her now. Wow! And and because uh, that's been a that's been a a, a little while since moment. she's been missing. Right. They probably resigned that we maybe we'll never well, see I, our I, little I would, girl again. You could tell you that the longer that those cases go by and they go missing, you you don't expect to find them and, uh, alive. You expect them hopefully to find them dead. So that's right. Uh, uh, congratulations to them and and we pray that baby gets what all a blessing she needs right. Yeah crazy all right y'all i'm gonna take you to another story out of um two florida women were arrested after taunting and abusing an elderly woman on a live stream Mm -hmm. there are pieces of crap who have been arrested and charged according to the uh, brevard county sheriff wayne ivy the only good news in this case is that the victim is now safe and sound with true professional health care workers that are with her and her family taking care of her, Ivy said during a news conference. A live stream video shows two health care workers allegedly verbally abusing and taunting a woman who also has dementia. Oh, what a piece this of shit. This shit pisses me off. Uh, this is, to me, is as bad, if almost not worse, than doing it to a young child. Because now you got a person who has lived their life and they're in the stages of dementia. And God bless everybody who's having to deal with that. I have some personal knowledge in the area. The, um, and but you to do this to a woman who doesn't even know better. All right, I'm gonna continue real quick. The first suspect, 18 year old Jada Harris, was arrested and charged with a video of voyeurism, abuse, and neglect of an elderly or a disabled adult in an interception or disclosure of wired communication. Her bond was set at six grand. The second woman and the, we don't read the active shooters name a lot, but the, these people need their name called out so they can be shamed. The second woman, a 20 year old shy Tiona Bishop was arrested and charged with the same thing. Y'all and her bond was set at 4,000. Um, the sheriff said the facility where the incident occurred did everything right. As soon as they found out, about the alleged behavior, including firing the two idiots. Um, he said, you know what? I'm pretty ticked off about this, as you can tell. Our corrections team, the professionals that they are, will treat the two, these two pieces of crap with professionalism, and they'll do their job. That's mm-hmm. what the sheriff said. Yeah, and yeah, good, good very good. And, and, I like that guy already. Right, and then um, 
The rest of it is about court dates and all that. And But the sheriff said he believes the bond amount set for the suspects are too low. But he said the state sets the bond limits. Yeah. Do you guys know what May 12th is? Sunday, May 12th? Mama's Day. That would be correct. It's Mother's Day. So let me ask you, do you basically get your mom the same gift every year for Mother's Day? Maybe some flowers, some chocolates, mm -hmm. maybe a robe or a framed photo. Right. Boring stuff, right? Right. Well, let me tell you about something that's totally cool and different for Mother's Day that will never wilt, spoil, or put an extra 10 pounds around her waist. I'm talking about mylifeinabook.com. It's a unique service that turns your mom's life stories into a beautiful book. Pretty unique. Cool, right? Right. Here's how it works. Every week, mylifeinabook.com will send her a question via email. These can be pre-written questions about her life or any custom questions you wish to ask. Your mom can either type a response to the email or she can record her voice if she prefers cool. to do that or she can do both. Cool. And mylifeinabook.com then compiles all of her responses into a beautiful keepsake book as well as an audiobook. And if you want, and she's up to the task technically, you know, the audiobook is a is a great extra thing to be able to do. Imagine discovering stories about her youth, adventures, and the challenges she overcame. This book becomes a legacy, something you and your future generations can treasure. Your mom's given you a lifetime of stories. This is kind of your chance to give her a way to share them. Every family's a little bit different. And in my family, we love to give each other a really hard time. So I've taken the approach in doing this of asking my mom to comment on some of those family moments that might be a bit embarrassing to other family members. Last week, my question was, mom, did you feel guilty that day you hit me over the head with your wooden clog and dad had to take me to the hospital for eight stitches? <laughs> Mom's response, back in the day, I was the disciplinarian of the house. And when you were eight years old, you refused to get out of Nancy's, that's my sister's, plastic kiddie pool. I told you 10 times to get out of the damn pool. You didn't listen. So I chased you around the yard. And when you slipped, I nailed you right on the head. That was the last time you got in that kiddie pool. Of course, dad had to lie to the ER and tell him that uh, that you fell on your head, but I nailed you good. The entire process with my life in a book is simple. And in the end, mom will have a great keepsake that can remain in your family for generations. Check out mylifeinabook.com and use code RLRC at checkout for 10% off. Create an unforgettable gift for your mom this Mother's Day. That's mylifeinabook.com and use code RLRC for 10% off today. Hey, y'all, my wife's biggest struggle this past year was fighting the symptoms associated with menopause, hot flashes, mild mood swings, and sleeplessness. She had them all until she tried Hormone Harmony. She was amazed at how much Hormone Harmony reduced her symptoms and supported her mood and her general well-being. Hormone Harmony is not just a supplement for women going through perimenopause, menopause, or postmenopause. It's become a phenomenon. Women cannot stop talking about it on social media. A bottle of Hormone Harmony is sold every 24 seconds. Hormone Harmony contains science-backed herbal extracts called adaptogens. Now, here's the beauty about adaptogens. They help the body adapt to any stressors like chaotic hormonal changes that happen naturally throughout a woman's life. So hormone harmony isn't just for menopause. Any woman with symptoms of hormonal imbalances can take it. But it's perfect for those horrible menopause symptoms that put a woman's life on hold. Hot flashes and night sweats? 
racing thoughts and low moods, poor sleep and feeling tired all the time, occasional bloating and gas, no desire to be in bed next to someone, if you know what I mean. Yeah, Hormone Harmony can help with all of these things. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code RLRC at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code RLRC for 15% off today. Yeah. I mean, you know what? They, they, I, I, you know what? I need to tell some of the stories that I worked on these nursing home abuse cases. They're horrible, man. Horrible cases. And, 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 you know, God bless. They have some of the best, most caring people in those places. And then unfortunately, just like corrections, you have some of the worst that you have to work with. Wow. Wow. Just an awful situation there. And uh, Woody don't wear headphones, so he can't hear this. But then. <laughs> Y'all know what that means. It is today in true crime. And Woody Everton. You are, like me, a history buff. Absolutely. And you would be amazed to know that on April 12th, 1861, the American Civil War began. Oh, I knew that. This day yeah. in 1861. Now, the day will forever go down in history is the start of the bloodiest war in America. Right. Prior to this day, this Abraham Lincoln's presidential victory led to the southern states to secede from the Union. That, wasn't that when they fired on Fort Sumner? That was when they fired on right. Fort Sumner. Yeah. Today in Today, 1861. That so that is such a historical thing that we're not even going to do it. We only have that one to bring you today. Because you, can't, you, you, you can't, can't top that. That's right. So and, that is and, this day in crime history. Wow. That's a good one. Perfect. Wow. Now. We're up to our next segment, and we have a sound for that, too. Here it <laughs> so comes. So I'm going to hit it. Y'all know what this means. <laughs> dumb criminals, oh, y'all. Yeah, we, we love, love these dumb criminals. All right, so you can listen to this shit. The idea of robbing a bank without saying a single word is quite unique. A 40-year-old man walked into a bank and handed the cashier a threatening note that read, be quick, be quiet, give your cash, or I'll shoot. The bank teller obliged and handed him 400 bucks, but the thief had overlooked one simple fact. His message was scribbled on a piece of his pay slip. Oh, there you go. The Texas found the other half of the pay slip outside the bank, complete with the bank robber's name and home address. You can probably imagine what happened next. God dang. That is a dumb criminal. Yeah, yeah. It's dumb criminal. Prisons are full of dumb asses, right? Now, look, back when you were an investigator, Woody, that would have made easy work, right? right? That would have been fun time. Right? <laughs> but we would have blown his house up again. You got a search for Warren and flashbanged his house and SWAT teamed him and probably made him meet some real estate. That's right. And while we were laughing at him. And I know what y'all are thinking. Y'all are thinking – uh, don't you have one more segment for Just the day? one more, Jim. Just one more. We do, and it's called They Stole What? They Stole What? And a I, sound? I think we do have a sound, but I can't remember. Oh, it's this one. <laughs> that might pick that one, y'all. They Stole What? They Stole What? And let me tell you, 
Procter & Gamble and Arm & Hammer are not the only ones to discover the value in laundry detergent. Thieves have too. This relatively expensive everyday household product is found in nearly every home, which can partially explain its appeal I've heard as a this. stolen good. Consistent demand makes the product much easier to sell. In particular, Tide, a recognized right. easy-to-spot brand, is traded on a regular basis for drugs. Right. That's and, true. And sometimes right back to stores looking for better profit margins. Oh, yeah. They, they, How they, about they, that? They return it. Yeah. They return. And, oh. and the lack of serial numbers on the packaging makes it very difficult, if not impossible, to track. But here's the interesting thing, Woody. That's not the only kind of store-bought item that is commonly stolen. Pregnancy tests. Really? Were among the most shoplifted items last year. Now, I knew about the detergent. I did not know about pregnancy tests. That's right. Younger thieves may lift pregnancy tests to avoid embarrassment. The tests are also targeted by organized crime groups for the resale value. Like detergents, demand for this product is so consistent that they can be sold for near retail. Okay. Let's talk about this for a second. Yep. I was thinking when you uh, did the detergent thing, I, we did that, and I did a case on one where we busted, and they had tons of detergent. Um, it was a dope deal, crack dealer, and but it, wow. he would get, he would trade it for the crack, and then he would sell it. This shit's expensive, yeah, and he would sell it for half Trust price me. and 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 make more money, right? Oh, yeah. But so I get it on the detergent. I was thinking, well, everybody washes their clothes unless you're just a nasty ass, yeah, um, and but the pregnancy thing, yeah. And I was thinking. What kind of demand for that could there be? But then I thought every one of us got here because two people screwed. Yeah, and, that's and right. I, I, they didn't always have pregnancy tests. <laughs> that's it. I, 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 you tell Jim and I probably haven't been in the market for a pregnancy test in a long, many, many years. That's been at least twelve years for <laughs> me. I wonder what the value is on that. Probably ninety nine, ninety five. You got to get low. Uh, Who knows? Enough. But the detergent is expensive because I went and bought some from my parents last week, and I got the wrong kind. Mama, sorry. Among the most shoplifted items. So that's today on our They Stole What segment. So, look, Woody, we've come to the end of this episode. and That makes me sad. We need to remind. I know. I know. We look and Michael be back hopefully yeah. for the next one that yeah. you hear. Yeah. He's yeah. he's still on the beach getting that cocoa tan. Hey, he, hey don't let him lie to you about not drinking tequila. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't I mean, let you him heard lie. him saying that they turned the pool into a jacuzzi. That's it, <laughs> peeing in it. That's it. And once again, we want to mention that Dateline this Friday Dateline, night. Who murdered Courtney Coco? Eight Central, nine Pacific. How Check many it out. Years to take this story to come to fruition that's right and there are some things you may not know yeah, that you may find out that, in that yeah, episode i guarantee you you don't know that's it we also want to mention the best app known to man is the real life real crime app right, right. real life real crime community app go yes. to the app store it's under real life real crime community app and let me tell you about this I go there every day to answer everything first. Now, Real Life Real Crime Daily is going to be on there as well. Right. Uh, we've been promoting Real Life Real Crime Daily episodes, but now we're we're, gonna, we're in the works with the apps. People have a whole section just for the daily, right? Yeah. And I go there first and I answer everyone before I go to all my other social media because I have so much other social media. It just makes it more convenient for me. But in the app, you get... Uh, oh, you we, can play you games. Games you can do. You earn coins. We have we have cold cases. We have yeah. in the news. 
We have uh, forums, which everybody loves, and you, you can post whatever. And guess what? We're the only ones who moderate it. That's I it. got put in Facebook jail again this week. They, they, every other, and then y'all, I always post those about Facebook jail. Mine most of the time is not for uh, doing something inappropriate. It's because it's because I have so many different pages, and I'm trying to share stuff, and they lock me out. Yep. And, and and I have to go through a reprocess, whatever. Go to the out. It's free. That we we do have a subscriber section if you want to do that, but that that's not the reason for the app. The app has the merch store. Yep. It has uh just everything. Real life, real crime, and real life, real crime daily in one freaking spot. And then the real life, real crime daily part is going to be just as huge as the real life, real, real life, real crime part. Now that we're putting it all together and keeping it all in the same feed, it's our family. It's our babies. 100%. Right? So go check that out. Go download it and uh, and make it easy on yourself to get yep. all these yep. episodes. And I promise, everything you, I promise we'll you we'll respond to you in the app. 100%. Now. Bloody Angola, our Bloody, other podcast. Bloody, I can't sing like Thomas K. <laughs> no, no. Somebody did the um, a post that they were like, am I the only one that when that song goes off, it's stuck in my head? I'm like, nope, nope. it's me too. Uh, me too. And and uh, that's a series Woody Overton and I do together yes. where we talk about the Absolutely world's love. most notorious prison and largest right. in the United States. We bring you stories from inmates incarcerated there. History of the prison. You'll love it. Just go check it out. Bloody it, Angola. Everything y'all on Bloody Angola, that's another one of our babies. And and each of our children are different. We love them all just as much. But let me tell you about Bloody Angola. I'm a huge history buffin, as is Jim. And we came up with the idea for that show. It was fire. We have personal history there. But every episode is different. It, um, we have some the most horrible stories yeah. from there. And we have some of the most uplifting stories from yeah. there. And each one of them is different. And it's all based in facts. So go check it out. Super, super proud of it. And that show this week jumped up 20-something spots in yeah. the rankings. Number 19 uh, under uh, charts. Under uh, documentaries, yep. right? Yep. So it's it's got a little bit of crime. Or you might talk about some crimes, but it, the prison mind just fascinates me. And, yep. and it's a whole different world behind the wire. That's right. So check that out. Bloody Angola podcast. Bloody Angola. Anywhere you can download a podcast. Anywhere. And, and, and on Real Life Real Crime and Real Life Real Crime Daily and Bloody Angola, y'all go subscribe to them. Get, hit the little subscription button so every time we drop an episode, you'll get notified of the episode being dropped. That's right. right? And if you will, if you're so inclined, go leave us a, a review. One star, five star, we don't care. We don't care. And and. If I ruined your day so bad you want to leave us one star, then I'm happy I did that for That's you. That's it. That's it. Haters going to hate, as they say. Yeah, and lovers going to love. That's right. So until next time, I'm Jim Chapman. And I'm Woody Overton. Your host of Real Life, Real Crime Daily. Peace. And for Mike Agravina, show business. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.